Hi there, it's Kathy, the host of the Rock Your Retirement Show, and I am so glad that you decided to join us today. Today, Les is joining me. Here I am. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and we are going to talk about Movie Pass. So, we were visiting my parents on the East Coast, and one of the things that they talked about was Movie Pass. And Les, do you want to give our experience with them? Yes, they signed up for Movie Pass and have been watching movies. Well, first, describe what Movie Pass is. Yes, well, I was about to do that. But... <laughs> so they were going to lots of movies. Like at home or no in the in the movie theater and not paying for them what yes were they sneaking in the back door that's the essence of movie pass they have a movie pass and the movie pass costs ten dollars a month and they can go to movie every day every day every day for ten dollars a month yes for ten dollars a month that's awesome now are there blackout dates no but they can't see the same movie twice. Oh, can they see more than one movie in a day? No, I don't think so. Um, can they not go see movies that are just coming out? Like, I don't know, name the next blockbuster. Well, I can tell you that they can't see 3D movies. Oh, 3D movies. But new movies, I don't see that there's any restriction on that. Oh, that's cool. So what happened when we we saw them? We had to pay. That's what happened. And they went for free. And they went for free. And that was so unfair. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was a great movie. But um, that yes. got us thinking. We maybe, saw Wonder. Yeah, maybe we should do it. Yes, it definitely was appealing. Yeah. I mean, Not that we go to movies that often, because we don't. But Well... We, we didn't. But paying 20 bucks or whatever it is, 15 bucks for a movie for each of us is definitely a deterrent. Well, you know, part of it for me, not wanting to go see a movie, I mean, aside from the fact that you can't pause it, you can't get up to go to the restroom, you, you're not in your comfortable, you know... Surroundings. Surroundings. But I would get super annoyed with the young people who would pull out their cell phones and think that it was okay to text. Yep. And to me, the bright light of the phone was really distracting. And it was also the fact that people would just talk in their regular voices. And if we're spending, you know, $40, $50, that would just annoy the heck out of me. Yep. And so, like Les said, we didn't really go to a lot of movies. So let's talk about the experience of getting the movie pass. And by the way, I'm not getting, you know, this might sound like a big commercial. The reason why we're bringing this to you is because we want you to be able to rock your retirement. And part of that might be going and doing things that you wouldn't normally do or doing more of something that you would do. Right, Les? Yeah. And doing it in an affordable way because exactly. we all know that we're not making a million dollars anymore. Right, exactly. And so, you know, I'm not saying that you should have a a perspective of not, I can't spend any money. I'm not saying that at all. But the more you save, the more you can spend on other things. For example, cruises. That's true. <laughs> you know how much I like going on yes, cruises. Yes, yes. You would say cruises. Right, right. So basically... 
I was able to go online and find a discounted price for the movie pass, which is incredible considering it was so inexpensive to begin with. We went ahead and ordered it and we got an email from them and the email had instructions, which we followed. So the first thing that you do is you create an account and you have to put an, there's an app that you have to put on your phone. Right, Les? Yes. And point out that one movie pass is per person. So you, we have to get two movie passes, one for each. That's right. So you would need to get two if you're a couple and one if you're a single person. And so if you have only one cell phone, you're, you're in trouble. Right. You need, right. If you share a cell phone between two people, you're going to have problems. But how many people really do that these days? How many people have that kind of cell phone? You have to have a cell phone that's an Android or a, uh, or an iPhone. Right. You have to have a smartphone. So it won't work with a flip phone, unfortunately. But if you're still using a flip phone, maybe this will be some incentive for you to upgrade. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> you can do so much more with a smartphone. And I'm hoping that if you're listening to this, that you're actually listening on your phone. It's a lot easier to listen to podcasts on your phone while you're doing other things than it is to sit there at your computer. Although I do know that I have a significant number of listeners that listen on their computer still. So we got the, um, we got the email, we set up our phones, and then we waited for the cards to come because the app doesn't work without a card. And so, Les, what does the card look like? Looks like a credit card. Looks like a MasterCard, actually. Yeah, it looks just like a MasterCard. And so tell us the process. When we finally got our card, we went and saw this will date the show. We're, we're recording more than one episode here, and I'm not sure when we'll release this. But we got our card during the release of... The Last Jedi. Which is a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And um, we were the first... Oh, tell them about the first time we tried to watch Star Wars. Yes, we went. There were lots of people. It was a holiday weekend, and so there were lots of people at the theater. We went in and we tried to get a seat in the theater. And we were there with another couple. Yes, we were there with another couple. And we might have been able to sit in the very front row, but none of us wanted to do that. Well, plus I go cross-eyed when I sit too close. Yeah, that's right. So so we had to, unfortunately, go another time. Well, it wasn't just the front row. I think I remember that there were four seats, but we couldn't sit together. Yes, that was the other issue. And so we didn't want to do that. So we wound up leaving. And, and another thing, too, is that the theater that we went to was a very popular theater. And a theater that had assigned seats. Right. And so that was yeah. kind of an issue. Because people could check their seats in advance. Now, with the movie pass, some theaters have assigned seats through movie pass and some don't. And the movie pass app did not have assigned seats. So we had to do it through the theater. And that's why we weren't able to go the first time. Right. But, you know, we had decided to go to the movie on, a, on the spur of the moment. So none of us were that upset. Although, do you remember that couple that couldn't get in either? Well, they couldn't get in because they didn't have their movie pass card yet. Right. And so it can be a little confusing. You do need both the credit card thing and 
the app in yes. order to use the the program because I have had pe- go go ahead. I was going to say, but that night we could have gone to see another movie. We could have because it was one of these multiplexes, right? But we wanted to see Star Wars. Yep. So a couple of days later, we actually this is what we did. So in order to um, the way that Movie Pass works is you can only reserve your tickets the day of the event. So you can't reserve them the night before. You can't reserve them the week before. It has to be the day that you're going to go. And so I was going to be near the theater anyway. I don't remember exactly what happened. You missed the near the theater thing. Oh, that's right. You have to be within 100 feet of the theater to reserve your seat. So you basically have to go to the theater to reserve. Now, most people will go to the theater the same time that they're going to go to the movie. But I wanted to make sure that we got to see Star Wars because we already had missed it once. (laughs) And so what I did, and you can really only do this if you are very, very close to the other person. I took Les's phone which, were you going through withdrawals during that time? No, that would be you. <laughs> He's right. Um, I took his phone and I took his credit card, or, you know, his, his movie my, pass my card. Yeah. And I went to the theater in the morning and reserved our ticket. And you have to buy the ticket within 30 minutes of clicking the app. And so I clicked the app and then I went up to the ticket booth and got both of our tickets. It was pretty painless. Well, something you missed also with the app, it shows the theaters that are near you, and you select the theater that you might be interested in, and it gives you the showtimes for all the the showings of the movies, which is very helpful. And you have to select which showtime you want. Right. And so that's what I did. And I went up, and I gave the woman my card and I gave the woman Les's card and we were able to do that no problem. That's right. And then we had the tickets in our hands so we could go later to the movie. That's right. And then when we went back to the movie, we just walked in with our tickets. It was it was fine. Yeah. So buy the tickets at an off hour and I say buy the tickets, get the tickets at an off hour and then go to the movie later works really well for popular movies. Yeah. And, and actually the theater... W- I mean, it was full, but it... It was fine. It was fine. We got there too early, actually. Mm -hmm. We got there, what, a half an hour before it started? Something like that? Yes, So, of course, there was the half-hour wait and then 15 minutes of previews after the movie was supposed to start. So we were there for about 45 minutes. Yeah, before the movie, yeah. Which, Les, you found to be completely annoying. Well, I just, you know, spending so much time watching commercials, you know. (laughs) Although some of the commercials are good and some of the previews are helpful... But, you know, I went there to see the movie, not all that stuff. That's, that's the only thing. Next, but I didn't pay, so... Next time we won't go so early. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, any- so there was a guy next to me, an older gentleman, who pulled his cell phone out. But at least he dimmed the screen. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, well, you know, you didn't realize it because he dimmed the screen. Mm. See, that would have annoyed me even though he dimmed the screen. But, but here's the thing. When you can go to a movie every single day, it's not as... Yeah, and, and if you're not paying for each individual movie, you're thinking that you're getting it essentially for free, which is not true, of course, but you're, it's close to it. Well, no, it's then, free. Then... <laughs> then yeah, the, the the second movie is free that month. 
Exactly. You know? So then you have a different attitude about things. Yeah, it's a lot more relaxing. You're not thinking, oh, I just spent $40 on this ticket. Now, if you're in a urban area, you're probably going to spend more money for tickets than if you're in a non-urban area. Here in San Diego, for a non... I, my ticket's about $14, and then Les can get his for about 10 This is outside movie pass she's right. talking if about. Right. If we were to go and pay for the tickets, it would be about... $25 without right. buying any popcorn or soda or anything like that. So right. so that's why I'm saying it's 40 50 bucks to go to the movie if you're planning on, you know, eating popcorn or whatever. So the next question, I've told a bunch of people about the movie pass and I posted it in the Facebook group about the pass. The next question is how is the company going to make money? Because aren't they going to go out of business? Does the theater like give free movies to the company? Like, like how does it work? And do you want me to explain it? Or? Yes, yes. Why don't you? Because I think you know it a little better than I. Because I did research. I wanted to see how, how it worked. So in the past, the same company charged $50 a month. And they were using the gym model. And basically the gym model says get a bunch of um, members and the majority of the members will not use the service. And so that's what they did in the past. It was $50 a month. And by the way, the movie pass does not get discounts. They pay full price for your ticket. So when I purchase Les's ticket for the movie or his tickets for the movies that we've seen, I always use the senior discount for him and I get the regular ticket for me. So I'm trying to save movie pass money by doing that. Yeah. And if you're a member of a a movie affinity group like uh, Regal Crown Club or something like that, and you get discounts, make sure that you apply those discounts as well. And you can use your your check-ins to accrue the points. Right, for the for the club. So. Right. And partially because MoviePass is paying full price. So what happens in the background is when you click on the link for the movie that you want to go see, MoviePass sends the money to your credit card. And then when you buy the ticket, the money is spent. So that got me thinking, what is going to ensure that the company isn't going to go out of business? Because when they first came out with the reduced pricing, the CEO, I think it was the CEO, it might have been the president. Do you remember, Les? No. One of the executives, I think it was the CEO of AMC, came out very strongly against it. And in the beginning, he was trying to figure out a way to where he didn't have to accept MoviePass because his thought process was that this idea was going to devalue in people's minds the value of a ticket. Because if they can basically go for free, that when MoviePass goes out of business, they're, they're not going to want to go to the movies. That was his thought process. And it makes sense. I mean, what do you think about that? Well, in the meantime, they offer a similar deal for AMC theaters now. So I'm not sure how genuine his uh, concern was. So AMC theaters, I, I'm not familiar with this. So how does that work? They have a similar thing to MoviePass. Like you pay $10 a month? And yeah, can... I don't know what the numbers are, but I saw an ad for it. Okay, so we're not real sure exactly how it works. Right. No, definitely. But it's it's competition for MoviePass. Okay. 
Well, I I don't know anything about that. Um, perhaps we can do a little research and put a link to an article about that in the show notes, maybe? Yeah. If if your only theater is an AMC, that might, you might, it might make sense. might make sense to do something like that if it's a good deal. Yeah, depending on how often you go. I mean, Les and I like to go to the Regal Theater that's near us. But the good news with movie passes, you can go to any theater that they list. So that that makes it nice. Now we can't go to the ultra high end theater that's fairly close to us. You know the ones that serve wine <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and uh, bring food to your seat. We we can't do that one. But most of the other ones that we want to see are available. So before I talk about how I believe that Movie Pass is going to make money, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. This show is what's known as an indie podcast, which is short for independent podcast. What that means is that we don't have a lot of money to promote this show like some of the bigger shows. So we rely on you, the listener, to tell your friends and family about it. So if you want to help us grow and get the word out that retirement isn't just about money, share the show, tell a friend, Share our episodes on social media, or tell your financial advisor about it. They need to know too. Help us get the word out. It would mean the world to me. Okay, welcome back to the Rocky Retirement Show. This is Kathy and Les, and we're talking about a product that we purchased called MoviePass. And I was about to tell you how I think MoviePass is going to make money. So, you know, I was trying to figure out, because when we first bought the cards, I thought that MoviePass was getting the movies for free. I mean, what did you think, Les? Yeah, I thought it was, well, if not for free, for heavily discounted prices. Yeah, basically I thought that they were getting the movies for free and that the theaters were making their money on the soda and popcorn. But that just isn't the case. And I was shocked to find out that MoviePass pays full price. So I started doing some research and I started doing some thinking. And basically, the way that they're going to make money in the future, after they get to a certain number, I think it's a million members or something like that, is they're planning on selling your information. So what do you think about that, Les? I have no problem with that. If they want to know what movies I go to, No big deal. Yeah, that's basically what they're going to do. They're going to sell advertising to the movie theaters or whoever, you know, the people who create, what do you call the directors, producers, whatever. And they'll target you based on the movies that you've watched in the past. So I'll give you an example. I'm not a big fan of war movies. Yeah, neither am I. Okay, but we Mm -hmm. like like romantic comedies, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and... And sci-fi. Yeah. So we we like particular styles. And so if they saw that we went to three sci-fi movies in one month, then we might get ads targeted for sci-fi movies. Yeah. Star Wars dolls. (laughs) Or whatever. I mean, I don't know exactly how they're going to do this, but that's their target. So the thing is, is that some people are really concerned about their privacy And so if you're one of those persons who is concerned that a company knows what movies you're going to, then this might not be for you. Yes. If you're 
If you're, for instance, uh, a real fan of uh, movies like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> uh, can't you come up with something that's a little bit more up to date? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you get the idea. Those, those kinds of movies that are about people losing their mind. Hey, I liked that movie. Yeah, well, they may think you're losing your mind. You know? <laughs> I don't think so. But maybe if you like zombie apocalypse movies. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess. Although, shall we talk about the podcast that we listened to the other day? Yes. Okay, so I am a podcast junkie. I love listening to podcasts. But usually, they're business-related. And one of the people that I listen to for business reasons mentioned a podcast that she was listening to. And she said it was amazing and it was so good. And of course, I asked Les, hey, do you want to listen to this? And it's called Dirty John. And it's not... Yeah, not talking about toilets. <laughs> it's not like my podcast. It's highly produced. Basically, it is the story of a murder. And it is a true story. This actually happened. Les and I were riveted riveted. We we did not watch any television. We didn't watch anything while we were listening to Dirty John. The thing that kind of helped us to be riveted is that the whole thing happened about an hour away from us. And only about two years ago. Yes. Like it, re, it's very, very recent and it was very close to it. But even if it wasn't near us, I yeah, think... Yeah, it would, yeah, it would appeal to anyone. Yeah, so it's a... Um, I call it a drama. It's I know. not a drama because... But, but they do, they, the actors talk. They're not actors. Well, yeah. The people in the, they were interviewed. So basically it's, um, it's a certain style. I call it NPR style where the host talks a little bit about what happened and then he brings in clips of the Interviews. person talking. Yeah, it's the, of the person talking. But... It's a really engaging style, but I have to tell you, that style of podcast is extremely expensive to produce. Usually people who are hosting that style, like I said, the NPR style, they usually have a huge crew of people behind them, you know, like 10 or 15 people that are producing the show, and less than I just can't Right now, we, we can't do a show no. like that because we, we don't really make any money. Oh, and that reminds me, if you have, uh, I've had a couple of people go to my Patreon page and give a dollar or two a month. If that's you, thank you so much. So far, we don't have enough to cover our costs yet, but any little penny, any little dollar really helps. It makes us feel good. But, but anyway, so back to... Uh, Dirty John. If you haven't listened to it yet, it's six six episodes. Yes, it's a series. It's six episodes. It's done. You do have to listen from the beginning to the end. Unlike my show, where most people start with the most recent one and work their way back, this is a show you need to listen to the first episode and work your way forward. What do you think about it, Les? I thought it was great. I mean, it was just really well produced and very enticing. You know, the whole thing was really good. Yeah, I loved it. So why did we get on this tangent? I don't remember. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. Oh, right, right. So um, the reason why we brought this up is because one of the people in the the podcast talked several times about the zombie apocalypse. And to find out why, you'll have to listen to Dirty John's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Dirty John, I should say. 
So anyway, to find out about the zombie apocalypse and what it has to do with Dirty John, you'll have to listen to that podcast. But the reason why I brought it up is if you're watching a lot of zombie apocalypse shows, (laughs) that might be a little scary. (laughs) Yeah, scary about you, that is. Exactly, a little scary. So anyway, we're having a great time. In fact, we might go to a movie tonight. Yes. It's quite... We've gone to two movies so far. Yeah. And we've had it for, what, about two weeks, three weeks? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like we're going every day. I mean, we wouldn't do we that. Have an, we have a life. <laughs> well, it yeah. would, we could have a life and go to the movies every day. Yes, that's true. I mean, we watch TV every day, practically. That's true. That's true. And, unless we're watching Dirty John. Yeah. All right. Listen, <laughs> listening to Journey. Listening Dirty to John. it. Well, watching the phone while we listen. Yeah. But, you know, I highly recommend it. It has opened our eyes on, you know, being able to watch a movie. We're probably going to see a lot more movies now. Sure. Well, we have already. I mean, how many movies did we see last year? Probably two the whole year. Yeah, the whole year. I think <laughs> even if if it was two, it might be less than two. Right. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't big moviegoers, just for all the reasons that I listed in the beginning. But I think we'll start going now. Yeah, and there's some good movies out there. There are also some bad ones. I've done this in my past with guilt, and that is I've walked out of a movie. I won't have the same guilt if it's a horrible movie and I walk out now. No, I've walked out of movies and I have zero guilt. (laughs) (laughs) No guilt whatsoever. No, the guilt is that I paid so much for it and I feel bad. Anyway, it'll change the whole movie experience in so many ways. Absolutely. So I highly recommend that you at least check it out. I am not an affiliate, so I won't get anything if you do this, but it's just moviepass.com. And you can try, I don't know if by the time you hear this, you can try to see if the Costco deal is still out there. If you're able to buy the Costco deal, Les, do you want to tell them how much the Costco deal is? $89 a year. That's right. Well, the first year, I don't think you can renew it. So for $89, you're paying up front. Now, I think when I posted on the Facebook group, somebody said, but if they go out of business, you've, pay, you've paid $89. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So we that's can, a risk. It is a risk that you would take. But to get that deal, you do not have to be a Costco member. If you're not a Costco member, I think there's a 5% surcharge or something like that. No. I don't know. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So so you can go to Costco.com and see if the deal is still available. And if you're not super concerned about losing your $89, you could pay up front like we did and just pay for it for the year. So Costco.com, search for movie pass. I think it's all one word. And you might be able to get it for $89 instead of $110 because $110 would be $10. Wait. 120. 120. <laughs> Today's not my, not my good math day. So anyway, highly recommend that you go at least check it out and let us know what you think. Go to the show notes at rockyourretirement.com and let us know if you got a movie pass. Yep. Go for it. <laughs> it's fun. We're having a good time. So thanks so much for listening to the Rock Your Retirement Show. We hope that you had fun with us today. And we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye.
Oh, wait, I wanted to thank you again for listening to the Rocky Retirement Show. If you're a new listener, a good place to start is episode 116. This explains the six pillars of retirement lifestyle and our general philosophy. Episodes 1 through 236 can be thought of as an encyclopedia. These are topics that may or may not be interesting to you. You can listen to the ones that you're interested in and forget the rest until the issue becomes an issue for you. And that's okay. I actually don't recommend starting with episode one and working through until the most recent. That's actually not how the show was designed. Of course, if you want to do that so you can see how the show changed over time, you're welcome to. Now, starting in August, actually August 31st of 2020, we changed the format of the show. The monthly episodes starting with 237 follow a real retiree from her pre-announcement through her first year of retirement. There might be bonus episodes, but we're committed to monthly. If you've enjoyed any of our past shows or the show that you've just listened to and you want to support us, you can do so in any of the four ways. One, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs to hear it. This is the most important way that people find us. Since our audience is typically older, we grow by having our listeners share our episodes with others. Two, subscribe to or follow the show using whatever podcast catcher you're listening on right now. Now, if you're listening on your computer, you can listen on your smartphone by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I mean, I believe on all of them. If you can't find us on the podcast catcher that you'd like to use, send us a note on the website at rockyourretirement.com and we'll make sure that we get on your favorite podcast app. But basically, what you do is you download the app and then you search for the show and when you find it, you'll hit subscribe. Make sure it's the Rock Your Retirement Show and that you hear my voice when you listen. Um, actually, there were some episodes where Henry Shapiro was a guest. Uh, we, we actually downloaded some of his episodes. So if you hear him, it's probably still the, the same show. There were maybe 34 or 35 episodes back in the beginning that we hosted on our show uh, when he decided to leave podcasting. Number three, how you can support us is by leaving a review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to normally has the option of leaving a review, either a written review saying how great the show is or just with stars. Five stars is typically the best. And of course, we're shooting for those five star reviews. And if you tell us why you like the show, what you liked about it, it's actually easier for other people to understand what the show's about. A lot of people, when they find our show, they think it's about money. And of course, by now, you know that it's not. Number four, if you'd like to support us financially, of course, 
we're always appreciative of that. Just go to rockyourretirement.com support, and it will take you to our page where you can support us financially. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye.